Today I bring you episode 345 of The Ziggler Show, and it features one of Zig's most famous stories of getting cooked in the squat. The title of today's show is, Are You a Motivation Junkie or Action Taker? This show is brought to you in part by Harry's Razors, which I'll talk about more later in the show, but they turned me from an electric razor guy uh, and my wife's now a fan of the smoother me. I mean, what more can I say? Their basic set at Harry's is 15 bucks mailed right to your door, but go order now at harrys.com and enter Ziggler in the coupon code to take $5 off. So it's only 10 bucks. Come on. It's a steal. Friends, welcome to The Ziggler Show. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and it is my unique privilege to bring today's profound message to you. The Ziggler Show is founded on what Zig Ziggler, the world's most prolific motivator, devoted his life to, inspiring your true performance. You can have the best tools, uh, resources, and even opportunity, but unless you are truly inspired, you'll be hopeful but remain where you are. What is the definition of inspired? Listen to this. To influence or animate with an idea or purpose. Did you hear that? Animate with a purpose. If you want to take action, you have to know and be motivated by true purpose. That's deep, folks, and it is why you are here. Let's dig in and change your world so you can change this world. We need all you've got to offer desperately. Just a reminder, Christmas is coming up. You can get folks a basic trinket present that merely fulfills the required gift exchange or even something nice that isn't hugely memorable or really valuable for their overall life. Or you can help change their life for the better. So stay tuned in the coming shows. We're going to be announcing some incredible deals on all things Ziggler so you can give a gift that will inspire someone you love and bring out their true performance. So today we're going to listen to 11 minutes of Zig. And as I mentioned, it includes his renowned story of being cooked in the squat, which to clarify, he refers to baking biscuits. If they get cooked before they rise, you end up with paper thin biscuits and many people get cooked stuck in perpetual preparation and analysis and getting ready and they never take action and rise. So we'll listen in and then discuss it a bit. I actually posted a question in regards to the topic on the Ziegler Facebook page, and I'll share some of those responses as well. Just before the clip, uh, if you have a business or company where you're hiring anyone, you need to use Zip Recruiter. Zip Recruiter posts to 100 plus job sites with one single click, instantly matches your need to qualified candidates from over 6 million resumes. So today you can try Zip Recruiter for free by going to ziprecruiter.com slash Ziggler. That's ziprecruiter.com slash Ziggler. Well, here then I bring you Mr. Zig Ziggler. Here we go. You know, this always mystified me. I've had people telling me for years and years and years, you know, Zig, when I get a little down, I pop in one of your tapes. And man, it always gives me a lift. I always thought they were talking about a psychological lift. I've since learned that they're talking about a whole lot more than that. But let me tie that to another question. How many of you, as a general rule, deliberately drive your automobiles until it's completely out of gas 
and you're at the mercy of other motorists to take you to the car and get a refill. How many of you do that on purpose? Not accidentally, but on purpose. Or how many of you, as a general rule, when you see the empty needle move and toast to empty, you say, you know, I got to go get me some gasoline. How many of you generally do that? Can I see your hand? These salespeople and other people say to me, when I get down, I pop in one of your tapes. Now, is that smart? Or should they pop in the tape before they get down? It's easier to stay up than it is to get up. The reason we recommend listening 16 times is because if you listen to it 16 times, by the time you get through, you can, in fact, be finishing a lot of the sentences and a lot of the stories. Now you're talking to yourself. That's what you're saying to you. And what you say to you is dramatically more important than what I say to you. Now, I've been talking as nearly as uh, my climbing is right, two hours and about 20 minutes since you got here. Now, most of the time when people have been sitting there for two hours and 20 minutes, you know, listen to somebody beat their gums and really, you know, get after them with a lot of enthusiasm, you know, they begin to wonder, boy, when is this fellow going to get through? As a matter of fact, man, I'm getting tired. I'm going to make a statement right now. And if it's true, I want to see those hands just pop up. If it is not true, I want you just to keep your hands by your side. How many of you are honest enough to do that? Can I see your hands, please? All right. I see virtually every hand going up. Now, even though you've been sitting here all this length of time, uh, sitting right there in your seat, at this moment you're more energized physiologically than you were when you sat down. Now, if that's true, let me see those hands go up. What about that? Now, Hopefully you're not just being ladies and gentlemen. That's the reason I tied the honesty bit in there a little bit earlier, okay? Because you see, something has happened to you while you have been sitting there. Dr. Forrest Tennant, in my judgment, the number one drug authority in America, he was the consultant for the Justice Department, for the NFL, for Texaco, Uh, for any number of other organizations, NASCAR included. Dr. Forrest Tennant is a friend of mine. He went to a seminar I conducted out in Anaheim, California, back in 1989. Now, the seminar was from 6.30 in the evening until 10.30 in the evening. The participants had been in an afternoon seminar from 12.30 to 4.30. Before I started at 6.30, Dr. Tennant took blood samples from five of the people there. Actually, they just gave them to him. He didn't have to take them. But he got, he got blood from five of the people. Now, when I got through, he took other blood samples, took blood samples from the same five. The endorphin level was up to 300% higher when I got through after 10.30 at night than it had been when I started. Since then, he's done a series of other experiments and has discovered that, for example, when the brain is activated, and that's what's happening right now, that uh, the other neurotransmitters come in and flood the system. Serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, and those uh, and endorphins, and, those, and a lot of the other neurotransmitters. And you are physiologically energized, not just psychologically. This was written up in the May 1980. Meetings and Conventions magazine. Here's what he says. There is a biochemical basis for why people feel good after these talks. Something in hearing about success gives us an emotional charge that releases those chemicals into the bloodstream and that makes the body function better. 
While these effects last no more than a few hours, regular doses of motivation will lead to better health, happiness, and achievement. That's in the May 1989 issue of Meetings and Conventions magazine. Now, the reason I do all of my recordings in front of live audiences and the reason we insert the humor in there as much as we do is because we want to get those endorphins and the dopamine and all of those other things in there flowing because they literally physiologically energize you. People are always telling me, where on earth do you get that energy level? Well, let me tell you, first of all, to the very best of my ability, I practice what I preach. What do you call somebody that practices one thing and preaches another? Hypocrite. As you know, a hypocrite's a, a fellow that gripes and complains about the sex, nudity, and violence on his VCR. Now, that <laughs> is... <laughs> uh, you know, a hypocrite's a fellow that just simply is not himself on Sunday, you know. I get so I get so tickled. A lot of people they say, you know, I'd go to church, but ain't nothing but a bunch of hypocrites down there. I always am so tempted to say to them, "Come on down, feller. We got room for one more." <laughs> Besides, if a hypocrite is standing between you and God, that just means a hypocrite's closer to God than you are. Well, anyhow, the the activity that goes on in your mind. You remember I've been saying uh, several times you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Dr. Tennant says listening to tapes early in the morning will jumpstart the flow of serotonin. Now, serotonin is the feel-good neurotransmitter. That makes you feel good about yourself. It generally doesn't hit the system full force until about 10 o'clock in the morning. There's another way to jumpstart the flow of serotonin. Let's do something really nice for someone else. It's amazing how good you feel about yourself when you do something really nice for somebody else. I'm talking about a philosophy that's other people-centered. I'm talking about a procedure that works. I'm going to make this statement. If I could not replace my cassette player in my automobile, $50,000 would not buy the one I have. I would prefer to drive a used Volkswagen with a cassette deck. You've invested your money in the tapes. You've invested your time. I really encourage you to listen and listen carefully. I close with a story. As I've already told you, I was raised down in Yazoo City, Mississippi. We lived next door to some rich folks during the Depression years, and I was over there for lunch one day, as I tried to be every day. <laughs> and uh, don't misunderstand. Even though there was a Depression going on, we certainly had plenty to eat at our house. I, I know we had plenty because if I ever passed my plate, they'd always tell me, uh, I know you've had plenty. So I, I know we had plenty. On this particular day, the cook brought the biscuits out, and this is not an exaggeration. The biscuits were not as thick as my wristwatch. And I looked at him. I said, Maud, what on earth happened to your biscuits? She ran back, gave that big old tummy laugh, you know, and said, well, I'll tell you about those biscuits. She said they squatted to rise. <laughs> but she said they just got cooked in the squat. You know, basically, basically that's the problem of most people. They get cooked in the squat. 
they're a half a mind to do it or they're going to do it, but they never take that first step. That's what I'm really saying. How many times have you ever seen somebody and they get excited about something and say, you know, it's about time for the kids to get out of school and we're going to a lot of parties and so forth. Well, the kids get out of school and then, man, I'll really get involved in it. The kids get out of school and they say, well, you know, I didn't realize it, but I got to take them even more places now than I did at the end of school when had all the parties going. Wait after the kids get back in school, I'll have more time. Then I'll really get involved in it. Kids get back in school and they say, well, it was the first time in 17 years, dear old Central High's finally got a winning football team and he got to support the kid. Wait the football season is over and then, man, I'll really get involved. Football season then they say, well, here it is, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year. And people don't want to be bothered this time of year with all that stuff. Man, wait till after the holiday's over, then, man, I'll be ready to go. Oh, now, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 I know exactly what you're thinking, but did, 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 let me tell you the way it really is now. You know, what I like to do is I get, get everything lined up. I prepare, I draw a plan of action, I get all ready, and then, man, when I really get started, I'll really, and I'll pass all these other folks, you know, that, that kind of got the jump on me now. But after the holidays, you just watch. After the holidays, they say, well, you know, the weather. Have you ever seen weather like this in Dallas, Texas, or Denver, Colorado, or Tampa, Florida? Oh, well, wait till the weather settles down, and then, man, I'll really get busy. The weather settles down, they say, well, you know, here it is Easter, and Easter time is family time. And you yourself said family time is important. I got to spend some time with the family, man. After that, though, man, then you just watch me. I'll really take off. After they do that, then they get the good weather and say, well, you know, I haven't wet a hook or hit a golf ball in. I don't know when. And when I do a little bit of that, and you said it yourself. Fella can't work all the time. Got to have some recreation time. Wait after that and then man, I'll really get busy. And then after they hit a few golf balls, wet the hook a few times, then they say, well, you know, it's almost time for the kids to get out of school. (laughs) And that's where we came in. People who wait for Aunt Matilda to move out or John to get on the day shift. People who wait for the tax rate to change or for the new models to come out. People who wait for the new senator to take office or the new advertising campaign to start. People who wait on changes out there before they do anything in here invariably end up getting cooked in the squad. The message is real clear. This information isn't worth a hill of beans until you put it into action. And then when you put it into action, that's when things happen. I promise you I've not given you any theories. This is valid information that has been tested and tried by tens of thousands of people, and it works in any language that you want to put it in. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. I'm encouraging you to buy the ideas that we've been talking about. Take this to heart. Put it to work and do it now. Because if you do, I close as I always close by saying, if you'll do these things, I will see you. And yes, I really do mean you, not just at the top. Hey, I'm going to see you over the top. Thank you, and God bless you for being here. Thank you. So let's break this message apart, folks, so we don't miss anything. I mean, Zig states, it's easier to stay up than to get up. Okay, that's what he leads off uh, with a key point there. In, in all my years of helping people move from traditional employment to self-employment, I mean, this truth had significant ramifications. Uh, today in the work I'm doing in the medical field as well, it's also paramount. So let me explain a little bit. I mean, often people desiring self-employment, to use that analogy, you know, they come in and they kick the tires, they they'd hang out in the teachings and the trainings and dip their toe in the water maybe a little bit, but not really give it a solid goal. 
uh, give it a go, then something critical would happen in their life, like getting laid off from their work. And so in, you know, back to what Zig talking about, it's easier to stay up than to get, get, to get up, to stay up than to get up. You know, they got knocked down. Okay. They got laid off from work. They got knocked down. I mean, this was often a catalyst for them to then say, okay, now let's make it happen. Now let's go after self-employment. And of course they need to generate income quickly. They need to stand up quickly. And, you know, generating your own income in a self-employed endeavor does not usually happen quickly. I mean, it's far easier to be putting plans together and doing something on the side while you still have the day job and income coming in. So you're making money at your job while you're starting to make money on your side business. And you stay going back to the statement, you stay standing up. Don't wait till you're down. I mean, you can't, when you're down, you can't make the wisest decisions then as you're in crisis mode. So here I am doing a lot of significant business development in the medical industry right now, and I'm investing in, uh, in it heavily. And what I'm doing just because uh, people ask is an alternative medical practice that goes far beyond traditional healthcare focuses on helping people become well again. Uh, and, um, you know, people don't Usually going back to this issue, just like I talked about self-employment, people don't usually invest much time or money in their health and wellness until a crisis. So whether it's a heart attack or diabetes or just high blood pressure or hormone imbalances or chronic fatigue and aches and pains that erode your vitality. I mean, these things happen over long stretches of time and reversing this is not only much more difficult, it's sometimes not possible to fully reverse you can, of course, get much better, but if you don't, if you go down too far, you can often never fully get back up. It's far easier, again, as Zig stated, to stay up. So in this sense, invest in your health and wellness now before anything breaks so you don't ever get broken. So again, just going back, this is all in referencing his statement of so many people talking about, hey, I listen to your stuff whenever I get down. And he's saying, why don't you listen to it so that you don't end up getting down. That's a big point, folks. So next thing he comes to in the clip that I want to expound on, and you know, this is one of the most common threads you'll hear from Zig. Uh, he says, what you say to you is far more important than what he says to you, right? What Zig says to you. It's what you say to you. I mean, folks, Zig and positive messages are only meant to be catalysts. For you taking ownership. So for instance, when my wife says I'm a good father, God bless her. You know, I can smile and be grateful and even tell others uh, with gratitude and pride. Hey, my wife thinks I'm a good father. And, and, you know, I'm often told positive things about myself, though, that I may or may not truly believe and embrace. And therefore, I don't take ownership of and truly walk out. It's when I stand up and tell myself I am a good father that I take ownership and, and that matters to the actions that I then take as a result. So when you hear something that resonates with you, as you're listening to these shows and other shows that you listen to and things that you're reading, I mean, take it captive, read it and repeat it till you own it, which again is why Zig didn't come out with his self-talk cards and say, listen to me every day, recite these to you. No, he, he said, stand in front of a mirror and say them to yourself. I mean, the dynamics, the literal brain chemical dynamics that happened are paramount as in, in, in regards or as compared to hearing him tell you. So many people in regards to those self-talk cards too, have recorded 
them talking, saying it to themselves so they can listen to that, listen to themselves. The, the, the difference there is everything. And folks, I get testimonials sent to me literally near daily from folks who started with the self-talk cards, which again, you can always get at Ziggler.com forward slash self-talk. But we're going we're gonna to take this and get into the crux of today's show. Though real quick, I made mention of my wife. Hey, tonight I have the distinct honor and privilege of going on a date with my bride, sushi, wine, and uh, God bless again, some romance. You know, I know beards are all the rage right now, but my wife just doesn't get it. She'd rather kiss a smooth face than a prickly beard. And folks, I enjoy a passionate relationship with my bride. So when Harry's razors approached us about being promoted on the Ziggler show here, I said, okay, send us your product. We'll try it out. So they did. Tom Ziegler now shaves every day with Harry's absolute true story. I tried it and now at 44 years of age have stopped using an electric razor completely. It's inexpensive. Harry's razors are inexpensive. They're sent right to my door and my face is so smooth. My wife just finds me irresistible, which is good because I'm sometimes a jerk and I need all the help I can get. So visit harrys.com right now. And when you order, put Ziegler in the coupon code, it'll take five bucks off the already cheap $15 for the basic kit. So 10 bucks, 10 bucks, 10 bucks for a box of shaving brilliance. Okay. The focus of today's show folks is again, taking action. So I posted on Facebook, this question, I said, taking in positive, motivating and encouraging information is wonderful, but do you sometimes find yourself not taking enough action on it? Are you mainly fueling your hope? Or are you literally making specific changes in your life as a result? So we'd love your honest feedback so we can discuss it on the show. And thank you. So that's what I posted on Facebook a couple of days ago. I want to share just a couple, a few of the responses and see if you relate to any of this. It's really insightful. So Dustin Billings said, I've made unbelievable changes to my life recently. It is amazing. I responded back to him right on Facebook. I said, so what sparked it? Why all the changes recently? Well, it was their catalyst. Dustin responded, I just got in touch with God and relocated myself to a more healthy environment and things are so much better now. Well, that's a basic response, but there's a ton in that. Let's, let's, let's get into that real quick. He got in touch with God. I mean, there's, there's an amazing amount in that statement, but at base level, he got outside of himself, got a bigger picture of his purpose. Anyone listening who feels alone and isolated and without purpose out there. I mean, Tom Ziegler testifies that a primary root of Zig's success, what was his devotion to God and, and through that devotion to God, to others. So where are you, I would ask, in your spiritual life? Are you stagnant, non-existent, bitter, lukewarm? I mean, if so, you're missing your foundation and your roots. So maybe this is a primary place you need to stop and take action in, as Dustin did and testifies to. Now, Dustin, then, then he says he relocated to a more healthy environment. I mean, a well-known definition that we've all probably heard of insanity is doing the same things over and over and expecting different results. How about staying in the same place and expecting different results? I mean, I'm sure you've heard people criticize moving, right? Whether geographically or a job and, and talk about, you know, you're, you're just running away and that your problems will follow you. I mean, of course, we understand the concept of that statement 
and there is some relevance to it. But folks, when people are in a bad or even just unfulfilling place in life, I've seen far, far more success come from moving than staying just for the aspect of a fresh start. It can be one of the best catalysts on the planet. I mean, I've done it multiple times in my life in dramatic and subtle fashion, both. I mean, I've changed careers and moved cross country with my family and absolutely started over with and done it with unprecedented success in my life. I mean, I've changed offices on a smaller scale just to get a fresh start. I've changed my diet, my exercise regime and more. But the main thing is just getting honest with your environment and giving value to what something new and better might be able to do for you. Okay. Well, Hey, thank you, Dustin. What, what a great response. So here's another one, Ashley Conway. She says uh, in response to the question, yes, admittedly, I have not found the right balance between absorbing positive growth focused content and putting what I already know into action. Uh, now I was blessed to see this folks as Ashley was a client of mine years ago. Uh, she was actually in Colorado Springs just about two weeks ago, drove up the mountain here to see me. She's a marketing guru, fitness trainer, a new mom, and she makes things happen, but she's also honest here. I mean, it is, it's a balance. Uh, I mean, I'm bringing this message to you and am in this boat with you. Okay. I haven't arrived. I'm not speaking here as your leader. I'm a guide at best, but I'm in the boat with you. I mean, I'm always contemplating preparation and desire and discontent with taking action and, and taking it too quickly or waiting too long. I mean, there's no magic formula, but for the sake of this show, we're definitely, uh, or, or we definitely have a culture who errs more on the side of inaction and complacence than taking action and going towards success. However, they define that you define that in your life. Well, here's another one, Dustin DeSmith. He says, uh, for the most part, it's fueling hope. So, you know, listening to these things, it's fueling hope. I still find myself wandering back towards my old ways, but as I catch myself, I make strides towards who I want to be. It's a slow, difficult process, but I can and will make it. Now folks, listen to what he says here. I'm just trying to make the me in the mirror match up to the me in my head. I hit bottom recently, so it's time to go back up. Is that not a powerful and convicting statement folks. And if any of you hear that and think, you know, well, you know what, actually the me in my head, isn't that great either. Then let's say that the me you would desire. Okay. So again, he said, I'm just trying to make the me in the mirror match up to the me in my head. So what if he said, I'm just trying to make the me that I desire match or, or, or the me in the mirror to uh, match up to the, the me that I desire, you know, that's just powerful dust. And thank you. I'm going to use that. You'll hear that from me again, folks. Well, Sherry Smith says, uh, no, I'm a, I'm a wealth of information with little, if any action. And I responded back on Facebook. I, th I said, thanks for being honest. Uh, so is that a desire to help take the information into action? And she, Sherry responded back. She said, that's a great question. And honestly, I don't have an answer for it. I often wonder what it would really take to change my behavior. Well, Sherry, I, I appreciate the honest admission. And folks, if you're hearing that, please don't be ashamed if you feel like that's you. And I won't, I won't be so flippant as to say, okay, now you can change it all immediately. I mean, you, you know, you could, you can, but it's probably going to be in steps and you're going to start with a small step, but a step in the right direction is a step away from the norm for where you are now, for where you are discontent or unfulfilled or in pain and going towards something better. I mean, making the admission is a big deal. 
And doesn't have to be with shame, but just get the truth on the table. Look at it. Have grace for yourself, but commit to doing something about it. Wait, one more real quick. So this is, this is from Christine McCann. She said, I'm typically a conservative person that has great ideas that are usually stalled by overthinking. It takes an unbelievable amount of willpower to shut off my brain and to dive in sometimes, but I'm taking more steps towards making these ideas real. And to me, it was interesting that she cited being conservative. Uh, there's a perception that you know risks risk takers uh, more easily take action and the conservative ranks are slower to act. And and there's some truth to that. I will though, going back to my self-employment analogy, you know, people more comfortable with risk are in fact more prone to initiate self-employment and to go after business. I mean, I see that time and time again, but what's interesting is those who are more conservative, conservative end up being better business people and running more successful businesses. So think about that. If you say, Hey, I'm one of those more conservative people, I'm it's, it's harder for me to look at the risk of going out and doing something new. Yeah. But if you do, you may actually succeed in it better than those who are more apt to jump out on that risk, but then don't have as much fortitude or skill and ability to run something consistently to walk it out even. And, you know, again, let's just get the issues on the table and figure out how to best overcome or manage them. I mean, we all have natural traits and qualities that are strengths and weaknesses, and we bring them to the line along with everyone else and can achieve the same successes. We just have to harness our strengths and shore up our weaknesses. That's the same for everybody. I mean, watch the movie Rudy. I mean, the guy had everything going against him to play football at all, much less for Notre Dame, Uh, but he made it. One of my boys, we have, we own the movie. One of my boys recently said, yeah, but he didn't play much. He was least on the team to which I responded with less grace than I'd really like to admit. I said, you know how many thousands of guys with far more going for them tried and failed to make the team. I mean, Rudy played college football. He suited up for Notre Dame. I mean, they made a movie about him for Pete's sake. All right, I'll, I'll get, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that one. And actually, I'm going to go into another soapbox, though, in regards to something that Zig said. But while we're uh, talking about universities, I want to take a second and recognize Concordia University of Wisconsin and thank them for supporting this show. I mean, they believe there that people are the main drivers of success and they're devoted to training them up, just like we're committed to at Ziegler. So they offer a 100% online master's degree in organizational leadership that can be completed in as little as one year. It's an alternative to an MBA that focuses on people and culture. And what's best, it's rooted in Christian ethics and biblical principles. Businesses need leaders who are able to inspire and motivate others to reach new levels of accomplishment. So Concordia University of Wisconsin's online programs are specifically designed to help their students keep their life in balance. They offer unparalleled individualized support and an online learning experience that encourages lifelong connections with your peers. Visit online.cuw.edu slash Ziegler for more information or call 1-855-976-4343 and use the offer code Ziegler and they'll waive the $50 application fee. Folks, here at Ziegler, I mean, we're about positive, uplifting, encouraging, motivation, and inspiration. 
But you know what? It's all a means to an end. If nobody takes action, then we're nothing but positive entertainment. I mean, there's nobody on the Ziegler team, I guarantee it, who is satisfied uh, or, or committed to the company merely to be entertainment. I mean, Zig's entire goal was to help people and excite them and incite them to action. So we, especially in America, we listen and we watch and we listen and we watch. And it's, it's kind of like chewing gum. We chew and chew and chew. I mean, as, an, as a lifetime athlete, folks, I know well, if you're working out to build muscle, to get faster, and you put the best protein in your mouth and chew all day long and never swallow, digest, and assimilate your food, you're never going to build muscle and you're working out in vain. You will not get better. I mean, it, it may even taste great, but nothing is going to change other than that momentary satisfaction. So three years ago, I wrote a blog. They got a lot of traction and I titled it. I, I t- the title of it was, I published my first book, which people have been waiting for me to do for years now. I gave a PDF download and everything. The book was one page. The title was this, don't buy this book. And the tagline was, don't buy any more books for a long while. The one paragraph then stated this. I wrote, you're an information, motivation, inspiration, hope junkie. You're just being entertained with positive input. It's not all bad, but you have ingested more than any one person could possibly ever apply to their lives. Go back and pick your top two books and read them again. Underline them, highlight them, turn the pages down, take notes, start applying the principles and messages to your life. Really. See if in 30 days you've actually changed your life in any substantial way. Chances are you won't have, which is proof that you don't need yet another book right now. Keep studying that one. Repeat as needed until you've made a tangible change for the better. You may be ready for a new book in, you know, about a year. All right. So that posting, I mean, it spawned somewhat of a challenge. And I have heard from years later, people who had read that and in essence done it and the results that they got from it. But it gets to the point of Zig's message of getting cooked in the squat. Some of you may need to admit, yep, I'm reading and listening to great stuff, but I'm not taking it captive and actually committing to any action, which again, folks, I'm not discounting. I mean, if you're going to be driving and listening to something, please, you know, listen to great content uh, and listen to, you know, you, you can listen to lots and it, it does, it keeps hope alive. It's exciting. It's inspiring. It puts a spring in your step. It's not taking away from that, but it is looking at over time. Have you stopped and taking, taking captive some of it and actually made positive change? Can other people testify that? Yeah, that person, you have changed for the better. So Zig pointed out something that steps on all of our toes, all of us. Uh, but for this One more call out for those of you who have taken action with an online business and are taking payments online. I want to recognize Braintree. Braintree is the source for easy mobile payments. So maybe you're working on the next Uber or Airbnb or GitHub. Then why not use the same simple payment solution that helped them become what they are today? Braintree makes mobile payments so fast, easy, and seamless. It's almost magical. Add it to your app with just a few lines of code and you're instantly ready to accept Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, credit cards, even Bitcoin. And if some other way to pay comes along, they'll support that too. Braintree's fast payouts and continuous support mean you'll always be ready, whether you're earning your first dollar or your billionth. 
you'll see fewer abandoned shopping carts and more sales with Braintree's best in-class mobile checkout experience. So check it out at braintreepayments.com slash Ziggler. That's braintreepayments.com slash Ziggler. So Zig in the clip in his kind hearted way pointed out an issue we've all dealt with and deal with doing something valuable when we get around to it. I remember hearing his message as a kid and literally being given some of you will relate. You'll remember this given a wooden round to it, T U I T. It was like a big coin. Uh, but yes, as the, the scripture and songs say, you know, there is a time and a season and we need to be wise and patient. And I can hear those, those folks out there saying, yeah, waiting upon the Lord, but there's always a reason to put something off and to really step on some toes. How many people who I know that have waited on the Lord to their own detriment it reminds me of you know, the old analogy, the story they talk about, about somebody, they're in a flood and they're drowning and they get up on top of the roof of their house and somebody comes along with a boat and they say, no, 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 I'm waiting on the Lord. And somebody comes along with a helicopter and they say, no, no, I'm, I'm relying on the Lord. And they uh, ultimately drown. The water comes up, they die and they're at the pearly gates and saying, you know, God, why did you not save me? And he says, Hey, I sent a boat and I sent a, a helicopter. You get the point, you know? There's always a reason to put something off. So Zig discussed people who wait for changes out there. Okay. So circumstantial things, things outside of us before they do any work in here on themselves. And then he went on to say in the vein, we've been discussing information isn't worth a hill of beans until you put it into action. That is the crux of this show, folks. I mean, people almost brag sometimes about reading the latest awesome book. I mean, especially on social media, I see that. I can't wait to get so-and-so's new book. Hey, did you get that? Oh, man, I read it. It was awesome. You got to get it. And and they, they tout it around just like a good movie, and they want to be a hero for coming up with uh, it first or reading it first or being a part of that. And, I mean, you know, again, you don't get points for reading good info. I mean, it's better than bad info. Granted, I mean, again, I'm not, I'm going to come back to that and keep prefacing. I'm not saying, so just, just can it all and just go read the newspaper or watch sitcoms. It's great to take in positive input, but, uh, if you don't take action, as Zig says, it's not worth a hill of beans. I mean, we want a hill of legacy, right? And that takes action. So folks, you know, I am so grateful you listened to these podcasts. I mean, this week. We've sat at number four in top business podcasts all week. We've been in the, almost the top 50, definitely in the top 100 of overall podcasts for a week now. And we're, I mean, we're sitting right behind Dave Ramsey. I mean, the guy is, we're huge fans of Dave. He's got a syndicated radio show across the planet. Can't believe this show is sitting right behind him and Tim Ferriss and NPR. Uh, and I'm grateful that you're hungry, that people are hungry for this message of hope and encouragement. I'm hungry for it. I, I, I love that I get paid to do this. Uh, and ingest this, keep doing it, please pass the show on to others folks, but don't just listen. We all have to do, we've got to change something. We got to take action. We got to take the info that most resonates with us and study and apply it. Again, I'm sitting here and I'm talking to myself. I just got out of lunch with a, a good friend of mine who's pastor of a local church. And we, I, I got talking about something I'm dealing with and it led me to something he's doing and I'm going to engage with him for counseling. I'm take, I got to take action. I've got to change some things that I've been talking about and thinking about. I need to change. 
So maybe put down that next book or podcast and truly go to school with the, the one thing, the one resource that you can and need to apply to your life now in order to better yourself and in turn serve others well. And only you know what that resource is. Is it a, a sermon you heard? Is it, is it a blog post you read? Is it a, a show you heard, a message that you heard? Is it a book you read? Is it somebody that you talked with? Dig in. Folks, thank you for being here. Thank you for not settling and, and, and striving. Thank you for striving to beat the flow of mediocrity. We need you. I need you. Can't wait to be with you, folks, in the next show.